It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. It is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be an amazing, amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests very shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. Lately, I've been thinking about the idea of giving myself permission to succeed and do great things. Back in October 2013, I was at one of Greg Reed's events. He's been on the show a couple of times before. And during that event, he premiered his book and movie called Think and Grow Rich, Stick Ability. And one of the speakers who appeared at that event was John Astroff. One of the most meaningful things he said from the stage was that we need to give ourselves permission to succeed. We don't need our parents' permission. We don't need our teachers' permission. We don't need our significant other's permission. In the end, the only person who really cares about your success or should care is yourself. I truly believe everyone was created with the capacity to be great and to do great things. Our task is to realize it, embrace it, and do something with it. Do something today to take a step in the direction of your dreams. You will be so glad you did. And with that in mind, I do want to introduce my guest, who was also at that very same event and spoke on that very same stage, and I'm so happy and grateful that she's here today. My guest this week is Laurel Langmeyer. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Laurel Langmeyer is a money expert, sought-after speaker, entrepreneurial thought leader, and best-selling author of five books, who is on a relentless mission to change the conversation about money and empower people around the world to become millionaires. The CEO and founder of Live Out Loud, Inc., a multinational organization, Laurel shares her best advice without hesitation or apology. What sets her apart from other wealth experts is her innate ability to, to hone in on the skills and talents of everyday people to inspire them to generate wealth. She's created, nurtured, and perfected a three- to five-year strategy to make millions for the average Jill and Joe. And to date, her company has served thousands of people worldwide and created hundreds of millionaires through wealth-building education keynotes, workshops, products, events, programs, and coaching services. Laurel Straight Talk electrifies audiences and inspires powerful action from live stages and television programs ranging from CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News Channel, Fox Business Channel, America's Nightly Scoreboard, The Dr. Phil Show, and The View. And she's a regular guest host on The Circle in Australia and has been featured in articles in USA Today, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Times, Forbes Magazine, and was also featured in the film The Secret is a movie and film that I really love and appreciate very much. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. And with that in mind, here is my guest, Laurel Wagmeyer. How are you today, Laurel? I'm good, Brian. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. Here's the first question I always ask everyone. Just tell us a little bit about your background, your backstory, how you started, what you overcame, what brought you to where you are now. We've got probably a good, you know, eight, nine, ten minutes for this. Oh, wow. That's a long time. Well, I grew up in, uh, in Nebraska. <laughs> well, I grew up in a big uh, farm family in Nebraska, so uh, I grew up with a big work hard attitude and, you know, rich people aren't great people. And uh, we didn't have any money conversation. And at 17, I was given the book by Dennis Waitley. He gave me Think and Grow Rich, changed my entire 
thinking about money, and I finally felt like I found a home conversation that made sense. And so I started, I switched my degree from going to law school to getting a finance degree and figuring out why so few people can become wealthy. And, and you know, it's so interesting today, Brian, it's, the statistic isn't moving very quickly, you know. There's, there's rarely, if ever, been more than 10% of a nation that becomes millionaires. And what's interesting is there's a whole formula. So I started on that pursuit. Um, got a private education, learned nothing about what I teach today, which is pure entre- entrepreneurialism, because really school teaches us to go get jobs and have occupational, you know, thinking. So um, from there, I actually got a master's in exercise physiology, and I spent several years um, building fitness centers across the world for Chevron and Union Pacific and um, different places. And I took my finance degree, and I statistically an- analyzed how unhealthy people were costing companies fortunes. And then in 1996, I met Kiyosaki and Sharon Lecter, and I joined the Rich Dad Poor Dad team as the master game facilitator. So I traveled all over the world putting together those cash flow clubs for Robert and Sharon. And then in 2001, I – and then 1999, I became a millionaire, a real estate millionaire was my specialty. And then in 2001, I started to live out loud because I really had kind of defined the formula and – was making millionaires and uh, fast forward. I wrote the Millionaire Maker book. I have five New York Times. Another one's in the works uh, with Kevin Harrington, who's the original shark on Shark Tank. He yes. has been partners for a year and a half, and we have a book coming out next year. Um, so a lot going on. It's very exciting, and I buy a lot of uh, alternative. What I what I do different. Well, I'll talk more about it. But what I do different is I teach people how to make money very quickly and become millionaires in three to five years. And we have a whole system for it. It's not like a hope and a prayer and pixie dust and Kool-Aid, like some things. It's true yeah. entrepreneurialism and investing. So it's really fun. That's really great. We definitely will touch on that a little bit later. What I find really interesting about your situation and, and for the stories of some of the people who have been on my show, what they started doing is nothing like what they ended up doing. What was your big epiphany for you? Um. Being an entrepreneur was kind of all in the backdrop, but I never had a lot of models. So mm-hmm. I think the big epiphany for me was probably being around the whole the Rich Dad Advisor group. You know, Dolph Drews and I became really good friends then, Kennedy, Keith Cunningham. Being in that group of people who were already, you know, millionaires, I, was, I became one during that time. And really watching from their lifestyles to how they lived, to who they spent time with, to their conversations. Um, and modeling is your fastest way to become an entrepreneur. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of entrepreneurial schools right now, um, but really, you know, I would say your fastest way to change your relationship to money is hang out with people who have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We operate that very does, differently. That does make a whole lot of sense. I, I you know, I've read The Millionaire Maker uh, several times, and uh, I also spent some Good, time in it? Nebraska. I lived in Lincoln for eight years back in the late 80s, early 90s. And so what part of Nebraska were you in? Um, it's funny, you were there. I was still there then, too. Um, oh. So I grew up in Meade, Nebraska, which is out in the middle of nowhere between Omaha and Lincoln, kind of out by Fremont. Yeah, okay. I, I've heard of that, believe it or not. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of great folks out there in Nebraska. I had to move to Arizona because yep. I just felt like there were more opportunities out here for me, and that turned out to be true. Loved Nebraska. Wouldn't trade that time for anything in the world, but uh, everything we go yep. through shapes us. So, yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this, because I uh, – I put a question out on Facebook yesterday and mentioned that I was going to be interviewing uh, 
somebody who creates a lot of millionaires. I, I waited for, until today to make the big reveal as to who my guest was going to be. But I sometimes solicit questions from people on Facebook. And one of the questions that Good. was brought up was, what is your biggest mistake that you uh, figured out how to overcome in your career or in your life? Oh, you mean out of the handful of how many? Right. Um, or maybe the right. most memorable one. <laughs> I know we've all made a slew of mistakes for sure. I would say, um, wow, there's a bunch. Um, probably different phases, too. So early on, I would trust teammates uh, on their word and not do enough due diligence. And mm. now I dig really, really deep into the background because the, the biggest financial mistakes are picking bad partners who don't have what it takes when the time gets hot. And, yeah. you know, when when it's, when it's uh, you know, a recession of 2008 and – I have partners that are needing to run companies because I've raised, you know, the money and we've got a lot of money on the line and they they can't do it. You know, there's a lot of good entrepreneurs, Brian, who can do it, to, who can run a company when times are easy. But there's yeah. very few that can do it when the heat's on and you have, to, you have to produce cash flow. You have to micromanage every move the company makes for growth. Um, yeah. I'm a master at that. Um, but, you know, at that time... You know, I'd say during 2008 to 2011, we did a good job of keeping it together. But some, you know, partners who uh, I needed to do a deeper dive or have, I should have taken them out. I should have, we yeah. should have voted them off the island sooner. So Absolutely. we could have put in new teams and then held stuff together. So some yeah. of my biggest, you know, financial mistakes was, was uh, in the partnership of uh, people. Yeah. But you Absolutely. know, I still do it. And I still, I still, I still preach that today and I will always. Because you cannot do this game alone, meaning any no. you can't run a company alone, you can't invest alone, um, you can't you know minimize risk alone. So you've got to come up with a formula. I think is some of the most strategic teaching that I do is how do you pick partners, how do you document your deals, how do you do it, um, and and you don't do it from a book. You really have to no. go on the sidelines of watching deals get cut. And yeah. I love them. I'll always do them. But I think it's some of the most rigorous learning and experience that people yeah. just hesitate you know they just hesitate especially women women really hesitate jumping into that sure we've got a couple minutes for our first break and i love that you uh brought up due diligence because that's huge and i know that a number of listeners are in startup phases with companies or have been running companies for a very short time so let's talk very briefly about due diligence with the internet i, I would imagine it's easier but i mean do you do your due diligence uh by finding out who else they know that you know or on the internet or looking at public records how do you go about doing that you know, I actually have a whole due diligence checklist, and I have a whole gift set of gifts I'm going to give people. It's not up there yet, but I'm going to add it. I will make sure I add right. it because I have a whole, I have a whole chapter in one of my Millionaire Maker, my third book, the Wealth Cycle book, on how yeah. to do due diligence. So, I mean, due diligence at different levels is from background checks to. So it might start with a referral. So how I find the person. Um, I mean, you have to imagine that's like the deal flow around here is crazy. The amount of deals people want me to look at or hiring yeah. them to look at or the sharks, you know, because we know a lot of the sharks. Yeah. Um, so the deal flow is enormous, but it starts with, is it a deal or an idea? Um, mm. Have they monetized? We look at financials. We do background checks. We do uh, referral checks, uh, check with prior management teams and partners and boards. I mean, can they actually perform the way they say they can? Um, many times there's parts of our due diligence teams that will fly out to the sites and actually do, you know, real thorough on-site evaluations. Like right now I'm really involved with a, a gas and oil company, and we did almost six months of due diligence before we jumped. Nice. A lot of, a lot of 
pieces, but I think this checklist can at least help people get some sense of how to get started. So I'll add that to this gift list that we'll be giving people at the end of the show. Yeah. That, that would be extremely valuable. Due diligence is so important, and I think a lot of people fly by the seat of their pants and they just go with their cousin or their uncle or their friend because they've known them all their lives and they think they know them in and out. But you don't very often see people put in the kinds of stressful situations that businesses can put you in because people surprise you. <laughs> they can exactly. certainly surprise you. You know that more than anybody else. We are coming up on our very first break. My very, very special guest this week is Laura Weinmeyer. Her book is The Millionaire Maker, and she's got – several other books, including uh, Creating a Cash Machine and, and so many more. We'll talk more with Laurel after the break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. Don't go away. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. At Solovey, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solovey with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use, and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. Service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Laurel Langmeyer, author of The Millionaire Maker, and also featured in the movie, the secret and how you can find me you can find me on facebook i have a, a page success profiles radio please like success profiles radio on facebook 
You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. Just look for Brian K. Wright. You can also find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. And you can also find my book, Success Profiles, Mental Toughness and Sales, on Amazon in the Kindle store, which features previous interviews that I've done with Jeffrey Gittimer, Eric Lothholm, and Scott Lopez. All of us are in sales, whether we want to believe it or admit it or not. And the book talks about being able to sell, having a championship mindset. All these things are extremely important. So find Success Profiles, Mental Toughness and Sales in the Amazon Kindle store. And we are back with Laurel Langmeyer. And Laurel, I want to ask you, because a lot of people I have on my show have written books, I always love asking where the inspiration for this book came from. Well, you know what's interesting is uh, I was asked to do it. So I uh, wanted to document my work. So my first book before uh, the big series was Gorilla Wealth with J. Conrad Levinson. And right when it came out, literally within the month, McGraw-Hill called me and said, oh, my gosh, we're looking for a woman. There's very few women in this space. You actually have documented millionaires. We want you to write about how you make millionaires. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm really busy buying real estate and staying a millionaire, so I don't have time to write, and I don't like to write. But thank you. I hung up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> People die for that. They, they die. I know, right? And then they invited me to New York, and so I went. And I thought, well, I, you know, I could do a free trip to New York. I love New York. And then they wined and dined me, and then we came up with, like, three books of all the content, and I just kind of really taught them for, for a day all the stuff that I do. And they said, why won't you do it? And I, they said, is it money? And I said, oh, no, I'll make you pay me a lot of money. I said, I really don't want to write. Like, type, 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 type. I said, I'd rather, you know, chew glass than write. And they said, well, what if we get you a writer? And I said, well, that, that sounds like a better proposition. So anyway, the inspiration was being pursued. Um, I mean, nice. I was already doing it. I love doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, I love the conversation, but I had never considered being an author. It wouldn't even occur to me because the, the traditional way people think that to become an author is you have to write the book. And the truth is I talk them, and now that's why I'm so prolific. I, I can crank out a book in five days because the truth is, Brian, a book is your information and the knowledge in your head. Most right. people just can't get it out of their head because they think they have to type it. And I tell all my students, get a book out of your head as fast as you can. Just be interviewed, just like you know any sort of interview uh, just talking to a recorder, transcribe it, have it edited. You have a book very, very quickly. I, we crank out books very fast now because you already have all the knowledge. It's not like you have to research it. So right. now it's a huge piece, and I encourage all my students. I waited too long to do it, but I had that little writing block thing going on. Yeah, and I'm so glad you said that too because I uh, recently started a book writing coaching program, and one of the things that I tell them is if they don't feel like they have time or they say, I'm not a good writer, I don't want to do this, Look, do you think Donald Trump sits at a keyboard? No. He talks. People transcribe. People transcribe the recordings. They transcribe his live conversation. His books are done just like that. And he's, I don't know how many books he's had, but I've I've got five of his books on my bookshelf right now as I'm looking at them. So he didn't just sit at a keyboard. So I'm really glad that you said that because there are ways, there are other ways this is going to happen just sitting on your keyboard and creating. God bless you if you love doing that. I did that with my first book. But the rest of my books are going to be based on contents on my show, and it sounds like exactly what you did is you just got your book out of your head, you got the ideas out of your head, and onto the screen or onto paper or into someone else's, you know, computer, and and boom, it, it gets done real fast. So that's really great. I'm glad you shared that. Yeah. Uh, you talk in your book about how you can create millionaires in three to five years, and, and you did mention that in the last break. Some people have this idea that a million dollars is so big, but is it oh, it's so such little. a big number? It's so little. Well, because I think, uh, you know, a, a millionaire status was made up in 1933 when all of the banking and all of this whole, you know, the system really was defined. And a million is not a lot of money, but because of the pay, pay levels, uh, 
people start entrepreneurial ventures thinking, well, I'm going to just replace my salary. So if you're making 80, they think 80 is going to be enough, which isn't enough money. Um, so I think it's just, it's this, still this unattainable number, but the truth is it's four, $4,160 a day in a business. And, you know, I don't start a business unless I know it can be over a million. It's way too much work to do to start a company and not go for it. So yeah. what I find, Brian, is most people are not entrepreneurially trained. We're occupationally trained. So most yes. of my work is getting you to see that there's a lane. Like I always say, you know, I know Susie Orman from CNBC days when I had the show up there. You know, I said, you can't listen to Susie, Dave Bach, Dave Ramsey, occupational people, and to entrepreneur wealth builders. We're in different conversations. So we're yeah. not going to tell you to live debt-free. We're not going to tell you to live within your means. We're going to tell you to grow your means. We're going to tell you not to have a job because that's fixed, you know, fixed income. We're going to tell you to get an entrepreneurial venture. You cannot listen. I always say, in my funny little way, I always say you can't listen to Susie on Saturday. Listen to me and try to put our conversation together. It'd be like I want to be skinny and fat in all one, one sentence. Like you've got to pick a lane. And I think a lot yeah. of people also don't pick a lane. And it's not because they don't want to choose. They don't understand the distinction of the choice. You're going to be an entrepreneur. You've got to really learn to run a company, not be the best coach, not be the best chiropractor, interior designer. That's all important, but that's not where people fall down. Most people fall down because they don't know how to market, they don't know how to sell, and they don't understand cash flow. And that's what I teach at a very level is how do you run a company? Yeah. And then how? And once you know how to run a company and you do it through corporations, because companies make money and individuals get taxed. The worst kind of Mm. money, the worst kind of income is payroll money, is W-2 money. And that's a worldwide problem. So everybody wants to go get a bigger job. That just means you're going to pay the most tax. So, you know, we really, you know, I really teach people about how to maximize tax strategies, how to make money inside your company. And then immediately, which is the biggest mistake entrepreneurs make on that millionaire path, is they spend their money on a lifestyle. They don't put their money towards assets because they don't, again, know enough about that. So, like, I buy real estate, gas and oil, insurance products. I trade in the market, uh, actively trade, not just passively park. I have restaurants. I have a music store. I have hair salons. I own so many companies, but I know how to run the company, and I'm not doing the work every day. I'm, I'm running at a very high level. So I love teaching people how to become millionaires. I hope the yeah, guy absolutely. buy He'll be a millionaire in three years. One move, one one move, one right move, one good financing, uh, one good shark, <laughs> and he'll be a millionaire in three years. And he's dead broke, four kids, single dad, and uh, moving across the country to run this music store. And he'll own it in okay. five years. That's great. Another it's one of my fun. listeners want. Oh, good. I was going to say another one of my fun. listeners wanted to ask, what is the greatest challenge entrepreneurs face on their way to the first million? The first hundred thousand. The first 100000 is your hardest money because, again, you're trying to replace your salary. And what a lot of people don't realize is that you live on most of that 100 in your lifestyle. So then there's not enough money to hire the right people. So you have your you know, nephew build your website. You're trying to struggle to do your bookkeeping or have your significant other do it. So unless you really get that entrepreneurial venture to 100000 120000 straight out of the gate, we got to go for it. That's what I teach people. Let's go for, past that first 100 because you don't have enough people to hire the team. So right. you have substandard work, and worse, there's not enough cash to hire the team, even home help. You don't have, you know, home help. So it's just wow. it, it's intent to get people past the first 100. Once you get past the first 100 and you set the business up right, going mm-hmm. from 150, 200,000 to a million is easy. It's the wow. first 100 that's the toughest money to make. Because you have to set up your systems to accommodate going beyond that. Am I right? 
Yeah, and you're going to have to pay. You're going to pay some money to get incorporated. You're going to pay some money for the proper database and web design. So it it really takes five to ten grand to really get set properly. So if you're barely getting by just paying your bills, there's not enough money to hire the right people. So then you kind of struggle building a WordPress site all day, and then you struggle and in your accounting. So you're trying to do everything, you the entrepreneur, when you need to be the one out marketing, selling and making money, your head's down at a keyboard trying to sort out the business systems and you don't know how to do it. And over yeah. and over and over I see I mean I see one out of ten can get through that quickly. And so wow. uh I just show you how to like I do this cool workshop. I just got back from Florida in fact um where in three days everyone's guaranteed to make money and I teach them this exact conversation. So you set up a business, you learn to market, and you learn to sell, and you everyone makes money. The winner of the show, she's a videographer. She made eighteen thousand dollars in three days. An image consultant wow. made fifteen thousand dollars in three days. A web designer made twelve thousand dollars in three days. I had a little teenager make a thousand dollars in three days. So wow. you can do it. If you see the system, and what and only have to, what's cool about it too, if it's done right. Um, which of course I'm biased the way I do it, is you only sure. have to learn once. Once you get it, you'll be like, oh, I wish I would have learned this a long time ago. But no one's teaching wow. it properly. So what, what a lot of people are doing is they're using their occupational training and trying to fit it into this entrepreneurial box, and they don't go together. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely it does. Boy, that, getting to your first 100000 is the hardest part. That was not the answer I was expecting, but that is so profound and, <laughs> and brilliant. So thank you for that. I'm really glad I asked. Yeah. And I thank, my, I thank one of my listeners for um, offering that question up to me yesterday on Facebook. So uh, – in your book, you do talk about turning what you know into dough, and you, your book demonstrates different case studies of couples and families who are struggling for various reasons. Maybe they're not making enough, maybe they're making too much, but they don't, you know, have their their system set up correctly, or their their um, corporation set up correctly, or they're spending too much on this and not enough on that. And uh, you do talk about turning your what you know into dough. So how how do we figure out what we're good at that we can make money at? Well, I do um, a skill set analyzer, and the questions I always ask people is, you know, what have you been doing to make money? What do you love to do? Not that what you love to do will make you money, um, because if you love to sit on the couch and watch TV and eat bonbons, that's not going to make you money. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, what 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 you get what gets you excited? Like, I love teaching, I love marketing, I love sales. So I build everything that I do around those those skill sets. So, what are you really good at, and and how have you made money? Because that informs. You know, even even like in finance, even though, you know, I, I am doing finance, which is pretty rare that somebody does their career later in life, you know, what they actually got educated in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people don't. Like a lot of, you know, it's like like tutors. You know, what's just so interesting about teachers, teachers that are hate teaching, they don't hate teaching. They love teaching. They hate the system of teaching, and they hate the paychecks of teaching. And tutoring, in fact, because I have a lot of students that have bought the Tutor Doctor. It's a great franchise. I have one student who was a teacher. He and his wife were both teachers, you know, later in their 50s and 60s. Both wanted to retire from the school system, and they had a lot of assets saved up, and they bought, I don't even I don't even know how many at the time, I think 20, 30 Tutor Doctor franchises through the Midwest. And they're mm-hmm. making hundreds of thousands. I mean, by now, I've checked in with them in a long time, and they might even be millionaires by now. That's but great. they we bought are, a franchise to do the very thing that they're doing. That's great. We are coming up against our next break. My very special guest is Laurel Langmeyer. The book is called The Millionaire Maker, and she's got a lot of other books. We will continue this really important conversation about money and everything else associated with it right after the break. This is Success mm-hmm. Profiles Radio. Please do not go away. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
a mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. With quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high on life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. And my very special guest is Laura Langmeyer. We're talking about the millionaire maker and having conversations about money. And I want to ask, because uh, rich people have habits that are very different from habits that everyone else has. I've gotten that impression from a number of people who have been on my show, and I'd love to hear from you what you believe are rich people habits. What are rich people habits? Um, We lead a lot. We don't do a lot. So we're in more strategic thinking and relationships and deal like deals and deal making and with that we make more money so we hire more people to do it so we can also hire better people um what other ones so more specifically we're ri- we're rigorous about putting our money uh away and make sure that it's working for us um we make very quick decisions um we only hang out with very cool people who are in an abundant conversation. So even if they're not millionaires, but they're well on their way and they have, um, you know, just a, a forward-thinking directional conversation and not whining, like we don't hang out with whiny people or complaining mm-hmm. people. Um, you know, another one, and I learned this from Bob Proctor early, is it's not like, you know, wealthy people, you know, we don't take hits. In fact, I think our hits are a lot harder. Um, so the thing is that we don't, like, I, Bob used to say it this way. He said, when you get cut, you don't get cut deep and you don't stay cut long. 
which means, mm. you know, you're going to take a hit and you're not going to, like, drop in for, like, the next two weeks and be miserable. You get back up off your feet and you do it literally in the middle of, like, it, like and so we reach out. Like, when something happens to me, I don't ponder around in my mind about it because a lot of times your own mind is a very dangerous neighborhood to go to. So I'll call some of my, you know, top, 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 you know, what I call my kings and queens, you know, my mentors, or in people that are in the same league or partners, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk very strategically about, you know, what's coming and how to either avoid it, uh, take the hit, don't have it last very long, only have it last like literally maybe an hour, two hours, and you're back up. You have to stay in an enormously strong mindset. And you only get that through, you know, really getting it. I would say, you know, most people have entrepreneurial wealth building muscles somewhere in their body. Most of them are atrophied. So one of the yeah. things that I always teach people is how to get in shape. And, yeah. it, and it's rigorous. It, it's not casual. And, um, and it comes with a lot of responsibility that I think, uh, unfortunately, too many people shy away from. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, what's your choice? Is it how I really, when I really get down to the nitty-gritty of it, what's your choice? Stay poor or go get rich? And it's not to get rich to get rich. It's to get rich to change lives. Like there has to be a mission beyond yourself. Like Live Out Loud's whole mission is to change this conversation about money. So we're in a yeah. more abundant and entrepreneurial conversation, not this occupational conversation that's you know right. still really ruling most of the world. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is actually a really great question for me to bring up a question that I was actually planning on asking later, but you talk about having the conversation about money. It starts at home. And a lot of kids, I think, don't get to experience that conversation. I think that's why a lot of young adults or even middle-aged or older adults are really not in the know as to how money can and should be working for them instead of you working for money. So how should that conversation with money go and how can you teach kids to have a healthy conversation around money with adults? Well, the adult needs to have first. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because, um, like, you know, way back in the day I did the cash flow game. When I did the Millionaire Maker book, you know, I have the Millionaire Maker game. And it's a very uh, comprehensive Millionaire Maker game. So it's like, you know, monopoly on steroids. And people can get, you know, the game at our website. But, I mean, it starts with reading. The parents need to be educated. They need to lead the conversation. I let all parents that are paying clients of mine, they get to bring in their teenagers for free. So then we teach them how to have the conversation. And it starts with, um, you know, positive and forward-thinking language. Um, Mm -hmm. It starts with possibility instead of you can't. You can do anything you want. You can have anything you want. You can buy anything you want. Like right now, my son is uh, wants to be, you know, he's, he's a millionaire because I set his life up to be. And he was a millionaire at 10. My daughter will be too. But he, in his own right, wow. he's 15, he said, Mom, I'm going to do it myself. He said, it's been great that you did it for me, but I want to prove I can do it all by myself. And I want to learn to trade. So I found him a world-leading trader just this weekend. It's so funny they brought it up. And I hired him to train my son. And I'll fund, wow. the, well, I'll fund the account with his own Roth IRA. So it's his money. He'll put $20,000 to work. And our goal in less than five years is to have Logan become his own millionaire by learning to trade and invest himself. So the conversation starts with me setting. The parent has to set the stage for the child to perform in it because legally the kids can't start bank accounts and credit cards in, in, corp- in corporate structure. So, I mean, on, the, on a more simple note, I mean, just talk about well, what could the family do to make an extra 1000 a month. You know, that's my put more cash in your pocketbook. What could you do to make $50 a day? You know, I mean, Logan's got all sorts of things. He can math tutor. He's a math genius. He could, you know, help people. He's waxes skis. He gives ski lessons. Um, he does all sorts of different things. So as a family, it could start with just that basic conversation, like what could we do as a family, kind of the whole lemonade stand kind of thinking. Um, I have families that design jewelry together. I have families that actually host my Millionaire Maker game nights at their home. 
and the kid mm. makes, you know, some money for selling my products. Um, I have uh, kids selling other people's books. I have moms just catering and doing some things on the side. It just has to start that if somebody wants something, especially a child, if they want something, my rule is if, if it's not something that's really ba- like you need as a necessity, then we pay 50-50. So the question is how do you want to make the money? And then we just brainstorm. What could you do to make the money? What are things you could do? Yeah. My, my daughter loves art. She writes. She makes bracelets. Um, she's made great reader bracelets. She, she makes little paper wallets. She makes posters. She does all sorts of little art stuff. And um, and now she's starting to cook a little bit. So and she's only eight. You know, she's getting into yeah. it. But they can do anything they want. You know, she, yeah. My son used to make Shutterfly books for people and put together, you know, accumulations and whole compilations of pictures and then make them a little book. So yeah. what, what can you do with the conversation at home? And then put your money into – put the kids' money into, you know, a designated, you know, savings account with their name on it that can eventually go into a checking account. But start Absolutely. really, really having a conversation about money and not in yeah. a fierce way. That's great. And you mentioned a little bit ago, you know, asking yourself, how can you make an extra thousand dollars, you know, in a week or something? Uh, here's what I want to ask: If someone needs to generate some cash pretty fast, what are some strategies that you recommend? Pre-sell, pre-sell, and deposits. So every time I do a book, for example, I pre-sell my book. So as soon as Kevin and I are uh, contracted with a New York agent, you know, publisher, we'll start a website pre-selling our book that won't be out till 2016. So pre-sell, like um, just at this last weekend workshop uh, down in Florida, I mean, people pre-sold deposits on websites. The videographer that made $18,000, she was selling five to $10,000 huge video packages, like, you know, scissor wheel kind of packages. So people were giving 2000 down, 3000 upon the, the delivery of the video. So pre-sell, book your time out, you know, appropriately. And so it's get deposits, pre-sell, accumulate the money up front, spend it very, very accurately. And I have a whole checklist on how to properly spend money because most people, as they start to get that money in, they start spending it. And then when it comes time to pay bills or do what they need to do or pay vendors, the money's gone. So it's really, really aware management of money. And it's not like it's some sophisticated skill set. It's pay attention, what's coming in, what's going out, and, Mm -hmm. and document it. Yeah. That's a that's a great answer, and I think a lot of people may not it may not have occurred to them that you can sell something you haven't made yet, and it's absolutely true you can do that. So I appreciate that answer in particular. So earlier in the show, you talked a little bit about how you have alternative investment strategies, and you talk about this in your book, The Millionaire Maker, and in some of your other books too. How what are some alternative investment strategies that you use or teach, and how does one find out about them? Read my book. So, I mean, the book uh, about the family that people should be reading is Put More Cash in Your Pocket and go through it with the kids. It's not a high-level book. It's, it's the Lemonade Stand book, I call it, the $1,000 a month book. If you want to learn about alternative investments, it's one of the only books in its category, and it's called The you know, Million Maker's Guide to Wealth Cycle Investing. So I start there by just explaining the kinds of alternative investments. So there's cash flow real estate, there's appreciating real estate, there's cash flow businesses, there's appreciating businesses, there's gas and oil, there's insurance products, there's trading in the market, there's you know private equity, there's all sorts of ways to do it. So where I tell people is to lean into what you know the most. So if you bought a piece of property in the past, maybe real estate's where you start. If you're actually running a company, maybe you partner with someone else and buy another company together um, and start some alignment. <clears throat> and I'm a huge fan of partnering up because somebody knows more about something than you do. And if you go into an investment 100% by yourself and it doesn't work, you have 100% of a problem. 
So mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's very few investments that I own solo. I always go in with very high-level experts in that category. Like my gas and oil guys, that's all they do. That's what they do, and they 24 hours a day for decades. They are the best in class. And so they're my partners in that. Same with real estate. Like I don't do, I don't do business with beginners. And if you're a beginner, then find people that are more advanced and do business with them. So like way back in the day, some of my first real estate, I found some of the best real estate investors in the country. And I said, I'm going to get on your team. And I don't have a lot of money and I don't have a lot of experience, but I have time. And what people like us need are people with time that will be, you know, considered like a bird dog, right? Somebody's got to do the work and we don't have a lot of time. So you can earn your way onto teams by doing what we tell you to do. I mean, I have yeah. tons and tons of people. That's really kind of what my big table becomes is, you know, uh, a lot of people needing to know what to do because they don't know how to do it, and it's a lot of guidance. Like, you know, every pro athlete has a coach. It's shocking to me, Brian, that people yeah. who want to get rich and have businesses don't have a coach. It's, it's, yeah. it's absurd to me. It's insanity to me. Um, I mean, people would rather – they'd spend their money on a personal trainer before they spend their money on a business or financial coach. It's, that's nuts. And not that the personal trainer is not important, but, man, you got to get them both right. And without money, mm-hmm. you can't. I mean, how are you affording the trainer? So I just yeah. think a lot of people do so many weird things out of order, and it's weird because they just don't know. Exactly. They just but don't I know. Part. And, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. And so That's learn. Great. Go That's download great. my – they can get my books on Amazon for like nine, ten bucks at this point. You know, they're Absolutely. around for a long time. Great. We've got about a minute to our, our final break. Tell us uh, real briefly where we can, you know, link up with you, get in, get on your list, uh, get, join your drive, buy your books. Yep. So um, liveoutloud.com is my website, but the gift page just for you, and we made a special for you. Uh, uh-huh. So it is liveoutloud.com forward slash SPR gifts, right? So SPR gifts. So liveoutloud.com forward slash SPR gifts. And that stands for, what do you think, Success Profiles Radio. Yes. So that way we can track everybody back to you. And uh, I've just texted my guys. They're putting the due diligence list up there. So if you go there and there's a minute, it may not be there quite yet, but just refresh and go back to that link. And what I have up there is a millionaire roadmap, cash-generating toolkit, how to quit your job in 120 days, and why to never pay your kid an allowance. And they can have uh, 30 minutes of free time with my team. That's great. All right, we'll come right back after the break. Thank you so much for that. I'll let you revisit that before the show is over with. And stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. My guest is Laura Langmeyer. Don't go away. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now.
business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. All right, we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Laurel Langmeyer, and her book is called The Millionaire Maker, and she's got a bunch of other books and a lot of other great resources, and we will revisit what those resources are before the end of the show. And I want to ask you about The Secret because I love this movie. I've interviewed Jack Canfield and Dr. John Martini on the show previously, and I would like to get a few others uh, in that family uh, on my show at some point as well. How did that experience come to you? I mean, did they pursue you or how did they, how did they get to you? So I was in uh, Aspen, Colorado. Um, one sec, but they're not tracking. I need to track it. Okay. So you have to refresh. So I'm making sure our link works. Sorry. So how did the secret come to me? I was in Aspen, Colorado with John Asprath, uh, Bob Proctor, and a whole bunch of folks who were having a big uh, seminar in Aspen and Bob called he had, he had left for L.A., and I didn't really know why, and then he called the next day, and he said, you, got, you have to get to L.A. right now. It's one of the last days that the secret's recording, and you need to get in it. I was like, I'm in the middle of a workshop, Bob. I can't go either. You're going. So getting a flight out of Aspen that day was like an act of Congress. So got on a flight, flew in, spent the night in Beverly Hills, recorded the whole next day, flew back to Aspen. Didn't I mean, recorded for five, six hours, had no idea, what, you know, really what the whole thing was going to be about, and then it just became this, you know, uh, world, you know, land. It's just this landslide of an amazing success story. So it was fun. So blessed to be in it because there were a lot of people shot in that uh, in that had, were filmed that were not in it. Um, so again, if I wasn't in a mentoring and coaching relationship with Bob, I know that I wouldn't have been called. So you know, if but the the you know who you know and who knows you and how you access uh, and you know you asked earlier what's the what's one of the success uh, and th- you know. Success habits of the rich, I think, was your question. It's yeah. really staying connected to those who are connected, and doing. Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of diligence, staying connected to each other, and supporting each other, and uh, providing opportunities for each other. And if you're listening and you don't think that that's how this, you know, I should say this game works, it is completely how it works. Same with all the assets and the deals and the things that come to me. Why do so many deals come to me? People know I know how to do them well. I know how to do due diligence. After lots of my, you know, failing teams, I know how to t- put together high, high, high performing teams now. And I, you know, I, I always say I always, I've got my bruises already. I did everything wrong, so I can do everything right this round. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, so, uh, and and it comes from stepping out there and just getting yourself out there. I mean, I can certainly attest to that. I mean, I've gotten to meet so many amazing people because I have a show that I would never have an audience with. 
I don't, I mean, perhaps at some point you and I would have had a chance to meet and talk, but having a show accelerated that whole process. Having someone like Bob Berg come on my show, you know, Dr. Martini, Jack Canfield, uh, Brian Smith, Ron Klein, Jeffrey Gittimer, Eric Lofholm, Sharon Lecter, the list yep. goes on and on and on. I get to talk to lots of cool people because I have a show. I got to go out to Greg's event and do red carpet. I, I've yeah. been invited to conferences. I mean, you just step out there and you get connected to people, and it's amazing the opportunities that will show up, and you have no idea where they came from or why. You just say, thank you, universe, thank you, God, and just run with it. Absolutely. 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 So true. Absolutely. So you talked about the big table a little bit, and you do talk about this in your book. This is your coaching program. So tell us a little bit about that and what we could expect to learn if we did decide to join up with your coaching program. So um, my business is pretty simple. I have a lot of books, a lot of programs, a lot of audio programs, things like that. And then what I'm known for is this signature three-day workshop. We're nine years in the works of it. It's called Three Days to Cash, and you're, you're guaranteed to make money in three days. Um, I'll be in the L.A. area in July in two weeks. Actually, next week I will be in Vancouver. So it's on my liveoutloud.com website, all my events. And um, so I'm known for that. And then my big table is really what's next. So the big table is the millionaire plan where you learn. You know, I say if, you, you, if you've given up enormous tuitions for four years to get a degree, give me three to five and I'll give you the system to become a millionaire. So you have to do all the work. We're not a consulting firm, but we help you get your business up and running past six figures. My goal is seven because anything less than seven is a lot of work. And then Mm -hmm. let's move your business uh, and make sure that your companies are set up right so you have high tax strategies, high corporate structure, and then teach you how to look at alternative investments. So what would a portfolio look like? If you had a million bucks, how would you invest? Would Would you buy? How would it be diversified? And how would you do the due diligence? And you've got to know that I have an extraordinary Rolodex of people that, yes. you know, just know how to teach you, know how to introduce you. Um, I take a lot of people. In June, we're taking a whole bunch of my clients down to Texas on a gas and oil field trip. And it's really a field trip. No one's going to buy anything. They're just going to learn about that asset class. And we, um, when I was down in Florida earlier this week, I took some people down to Miami, um, showed them how to look at, you know, fix and flip homes. So we really get in the streets with people because we do it ourselves, you know, very aggressively. Um, I'm a franchise company, so we take people on field trips, show them how to do stuff properly, how, how to find team, um, how to do due diligence, and so they can start doing it for themselves. It's really That's cool. Wonderful. It's one of the only programs in the world that does it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun doing That's great. And I know you are very well-connected, and one of my favorite questions to ask very well-connected people is, how do you connect to these very well-connected people? How do I mean, you, the first step, of course, is getting yourself out there. Uh, do you have a, a process or an agenda when you go to events to specifically meet people, or does it just happen? How does that work for you? Well, in the beginning, you know, I always go back to the beginning because people listening are probably at that place, is I would just seek people out. I would go to their workshops. I would seek them out. I hired them to coach me. I... Um, sometimes I shouldn't say go to work for them. I contracted to them to support them and things that they need. But I gave first. It's like, what do you need? How, how can I help you go get it? Um, and so that's what I did in the beginning. And now, I mean, people wind up, you know, get, you know, I can't get to everybody. It's like it's pretty intense, <laughs> the demand for my time at this point. Um, yeah. And I'm really, 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 really selective. You know, I do – I just this uh, last year opened up a private practice again. So I actually – it's called Head of the Table – so it's people who are in the big table that really want to go to the next level fast, and they hire me for an extra, you know, tuition for me to be their private coach. And I have about, you know, I have a small handful of people that I work with in that category for those that are really ready to run and want to get it done. And I open my Rolodex and really connect to people quickly. And 
um, it happens so quickly if you allow it. And there's a part of this, call, Brian, that we haven't really talked about, but there's a receiving part. And if you have any, like, God, I'm not worth it, you know, it's got to go at a comfortable pace, you've got to get over that really, really quick because it goes really fast. You know, people always tell me, you know, when are you going to slow down? And I say, when are you going to speed up? My pace is perfectly fine for me. You know, yeah. so, you know, it's a, it's an interesting, um, like if I, if I would rewind 10 or 15 years and somebody tell me that I'd be here, I wouldn't think it would have been possible. But I can tell you, like I still, this year alone, I've already spent six figures on my own tuition for other coaches, mentors. So I even get coached and mentors. I think everyone should always have a coach and mentor. There should always be someone ahead of you pulling you to the next place. And you should allow yourself to be going to the next place. Not because, like, it's about all, you know, the money or the status or any of those things. In fact, I'm selling off a lot of stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, learn, it's learning in very specific areas. And if you really look at sustainable, wealthy people, we're avid learners. We love to learn. We collaborate a lot. We love, you know, being with other smart people, um, love cutting deals. And, you know, if, you hear, if you're hearing me say that, you're, you're listening right now, Right. It wasn't like this all the time. You grow into it as you start spending time with the people who are making it happen. You know, there's two kinds of people in the world. I would say there's the people who create and the ones who consume. And I'd rather be on the creating side. And, of course, yeah. I'm consuming in my economy and in my town. And I live in Lake Tahoe. It's a very small town. So, of course, we're consuming here. But I'm creating amazing commerce for this mountain as well by, by bringing mentor students to my conference building. And they stay in the hotels here. They eat at the restaurants here. They, you know, go gamble at the casinos here. So, you know, there's got to be two sides to really be in an abundant economy. So what are you doing to create? And, of course, you know, you'll always be on the consumption side, but most people just consume and take, and they yeah. don't think and create give. Yeah, I understand. And, and absolutely there are two sides of the table. There's the consumer side and the producer side, and the people that are making the money are those that are producing for other people. And so that's really something yep. to think about. If you're trying to build value in the world in your business, create something that people want. So – that's that's awesome. So let's revisit your free bonuses again. I know you wanted to give gifts uh, to our listeners, which I really, really appreciate. Tell us about that again and what we can get from you. All right. So if you go to liveoutloud.com forward slash SPR, stands for Success Profiles Radio, gifts. So it's S-P-R-G-I-F-T-S. So if you go to liveoutloud.com, SPR, gifts. You're going to get 30 minutes of a free strategy session with one of my team members. You're going to get the Millionaire Roadmap, which kind of shows you the system of how to be a millionaire. Cash Generating Toolkit is probably my favorite because it teaches you some of the fast techniques of how to make money quickly if you need it quickly, which most people do. Um, how to quit your job in 120 days. How to pay, never pay your kid an allowance. And then I'm going to put up my due diligence checklist up there. So lots and lots. I mean, it's probably thousands of dollars of goodies. Um, people go to a page, opt in, and get a download of all my goodies. Sounds great. We've got three minutes to the end, and so I want to ask the question that I ask everyone at the end of the show, Laurel. I love it. Uh, who inspires and motivates you? Hmm. So at this part of, of probably my life and career, I would say God. I'm, you know, very connected. Um, all my inspiration comes, and and I say that because I think as a as a content and thought leader, I think that a lot of people, even though you have may not have best-selling books, you're a thought leader at some level, but you have got to trust yourself to, to start delivering the message that's tucked inside of you. So I, I'm saying that more and more and more because I see these amazing new students that I get that have such brilliance, and they because they haven't got it out of their head, no one knows how brilliant they are, and they can't change lives what's stuck in their head. So like, if you're inspired and you have a message, share it. Go as fast as you can. 
other people in the world that are like just dear friends, as you mentioned earlier, John D. Martinez, a very dear friend of mine, huge inspiration uh, to me and what I do. I think Richard Branson's one of just world class in his business acumen. Um, I felt like uh, John Rutledge, who's an economic advisor to the premier of China, I mean, world leader in economics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt, so I follow a lot of guys in the finance space. Um, I think Trump's amazing. I think he's ruthless and smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think Oprah's brilliant. So I follow like those are kind of my, you know, if if you if they can do it, and you know, anyone can do it. It's a matter of get, finding the right formula, finding the right team, and picking a lane. And stop the confusion and the lack of decision making. Move. Yeah, absolutely. Move, move, move. Absolutely. Yeah. Just just go. Just do it. Absolutely. So we can find free gifts from Laura Langmeyer at liveoutloud.com forward slash S P R gifts. You will get a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, there'll be a button at the bottom that said, yes, send me my free gifts. Just you know, give your email address and your name, and you will have access to all of these wonderful gifts. And I- I'm going to do that very, very soon, and I'm looking forward to diving into what's here. This is going to be absolutely amazing, and we are reaching the end of the show. My very special guest this week has been Laurel Langmeyer. This has been one of my favorite interviews to date. Thank you so much, Laurel, for being here. I am so grateful. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate being here. You're welcome. And you can find me on Facebook, look for Success Profiles Radio, and you can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright, and you can uh, listen to Success Profiles Radio at successprofilesradio.com. You can also download and subscribe to the show on iTunes for free, and we will be back every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview other successful people who have achieved world-class levels of success and learn how they did it. Until then, have a wonderful week, everyone. Take care. This has been Success Profiles Radio. Goodbye. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how